Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, we are on episode 28. And I have a very, very special guest. She is actually one of my one on one clients. Her name is Docha. And I really wanted to bring her on the podcast to talk about FOMO. And if you don't know what FOMO is, it's like fear of missing out. And I know that's one of those things where, like when you start your weight loss journey, you want to like eat healthier, you want to start working out, but then you also want to make sure that you have a life outside of this whole weight loss thing. And it might feel very impossible at the beginning because you don't want to miss out hanging out with your friends, with your family, especially when they're eating very good food. Throughout my time coaching with Ducha for the past like six months, this is something that I've seen in her that has really developed over time and really like helped her lose the weight and really keep it off and make her feel confident in the way where she can eat what she wants and also learn how to say no when it's time to say no and feel good about it. And so super, super excited. So welcome Docha to the podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Docha. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so, so excited. So I want you to kind of explain to the audience how you started your journey and like how you were like, I'm done doing this as like temporary thing. And I really want to make it into like a lifestyle. So tell me all about that. Mm-hmm. Well, so right now I'm currently living in Korea. I moved to Korea about two years ago. But before that, I was a college student and I noticed myself gaining a lot of weight. And I was always I would always try to Um, lose weight by like going to the gym and like my friends and I would always be like oh let's help each other let's help motivate each other and go to the gym and we'll like try to go to the gym five times a week or take walks and stuff like that but then it never really worked (laughs) it never really worked and I remember like trying like the keto diet and I remember one time I talked to this other personal trainer but it wasn't a personal trainer she was just like I forgot how I got to find her, but she had, she was like selling like diet pills. And I was like, I got so into that. I was like, oh my God, I think I'm going to buy it. And I was like, and then I was like, okay, I don't have money. So I was like, all these things, it was just so crazy because before I was trying to lose so, so much weight and I wasn't losing any weight. I could never stick to anything. The keto diet, I could never stick to going to the gym five times a week. I could never stick to, and it was just really hard. And I just noticed myself like gaining more weight. And then when I, came to Korea I was at the heaviest I've ever been so I was at like 185 pounds and I came to Korea and in Korea we walk a lot so then I was naturally losing some weight but it was very slowly and then I was like okay I told myself I was like okay I'm gonna go back home I have one year to lose as much weight as I can and go back home and look really good when I go home and then I started eating only one meal a day and like take walking 10,000 steps after work every day. And I lost the weight pretty quickly. Like in a few months, I lost 15 pounds, I think. And then I felt really good 
But then after that, I started eating normal again. And then I started seeing like myself gain weight again. And I was like, oh, I was so upset because I was like, you know, I have been trying to lose weight for like the past five freaking years <laughs> and it just hasn't been working. And I was just really frustrated. Of course, me and Sam are friends. So, you know, I see her posts a lot on her Instagram and I'm just like, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> I have nothing to lose at this point. Like I've tried so many things. I'm just going to go for it. So now I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. And I, I want you to I want you to think back of the times where you did like keto and like you thought about those diet pills and like that one meal a day taking 10,000 steps. What were you thinking about yourself at the time? Why were you such in a rush? Kind of mm-hmm. tell me about that because I, I want to dig into that a little bit more because I feel like when people want to lose weight, and you're, if you're listening to this episode, you want to lose weight, right? You're probably like, oh, I want to lose this much be- by this deadline. It has to be this way. And it's almost like you're coming from this place of I'm rushing to get there as if something's at the end that you're going to get like a prize for. So I'm just curious, like, what were yeah. you thinking at the time? And like, why were you such in a rush? I think the main rush was me trying to prove to other people and to myself that I can lose weight. Like I just wanted to look good for other people. And it was more of just the looks aspects of it. I mean, of course, everyone wants to look good, right? But like for me, I feel like that was like the main thing where it was just like, I want to look good. I don't know. I I think I was also like in a really dark place before, like right before coming to Korea at the beginning of Korea, I was like in a really dark place. And I feel like I was just, I just wanted to look good so that I can feel good. But it was just mainly like, I want to look good so other people can think that I look good everything you know and I feel like that really was I guess not a healthy <laughs> a healthy thing uh, mentally but I feel like that was like the main thing that now that I think about it was what I really actually wanted when I was thinking about losing weight and like things like that yeah and I think that's really important that you touch on like the whole proving thing because mm-hmm. I think subconsciously not many people realize that they're doing that Mm-hmm. I think when you first said, oh, I want to lose weight, it's like, of course, I, I want to lose weight because I feel big. I don't feel good about myself. So mm-hmm. of course, I need to lose it. Right. But then like the energy that you're coming from is coming from this like negative, like non good intention. And so mm-hmm. the way you go about it is not really supporting your lifestyle. So then you start choosing like things that, you know, for sure, you're like, OK, like, why am I doing this anyways? I'm not I know I'm not going to be eating diet pills for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was thinking like like the shift for you in the one one coaching program is you started having like a different purpose for like why you wanted to lose weight. And it became something more than just like, oh, I want to look good and I need to prove to myself that I can actually achieve something. That purpose was very different. So like, can you touch on like the difference between like that purpose and, you know, how different it is from like the beginning of you just trying to prove to yourself? Mm -hmm. I think when I first, when I was like trying to work out on my own and everything, it was just me wanting to lose weight to look good, right? And then as time went on, like when I finally joined the program, Sam helped me think a lot about like what my whys and like dig deeper into like why I wanted to do it. And I think my purpose changed from wanting to look good, which I mean, of course, it still is like I want to look good. But like now, like I have like that deeper meaning of like, I want to feel good. Like I don't want to just look good. I want to feel good like mentally and like physically. I want to feel stronger. 
I don't want to like be huffing and puffing after I go up two flights of stairs, like just things like that. And like, I started like feeling the way like my joints were like not feeling right and like being stiff and just things like that. I thought a lot about like that and how like I want to live my life in the future. And I think that totally did really, that really did change my perspective on me wanting to like live healthier, a healthier lifestyle, because I want to live longer. I want my kids to live a healthier lifestyle, you know? I like it because you see how like they're so different from each other. If you're listening to this, you know, the first reason why Dojo wanted to lose it was because she was trying to prove to herself that she could do it just to look good, right? For approval of herself and like other people. And then that didn't get her anywhere. And then her second purpose when she really dug deep was she really wanted to like change herself the way she feels versus just like the way she looks, but then develop healthy habits that she can like pass on for like generation. And it got me thinking of like, because you want to feel good, that was your ultimate goal. It got me remembering that the statement that I saw like a while back of health does not discriminate by body size. Mm. Because when I was skinnier, everybody was like, Oh, you're so skinny, like you don't need to lose weight. I was like the worst shape of my life. Like I like just because you're skinny doesn't mean that you're healthy. And then just because Mm. you're like a bigger person doesn't mean that you're not healthy Mm. in the sense of like feeling good way. And so I think that's really like important that you even touch on like, losing weight isn't just about like, looking good because you can look good but still feel shitty and still feel Mm. like your joints are hurting still feel like your Mm. emotions are all over the place and still feel like you can't like have control over eating certain types of food so I think that that's really important that like you you have like a purpose of why you want to do it that's outside of the way you look which I think was really eye-opening for you yeah for sure I feel like that really like helped me a lot along along this journey just having like that purpose other than like having that physical like musical beauty it's it really did help me along this journey yeah and then it goes to what I often say is that's why when you're setting weight loss goals you need to set physical goals like goals that you know related to the way you look like if you want a bigger butt you want a smaller stomach nice arms or whatever it is and then you also need to set a behavior goal there's a podcast episode about this that I went in depth right because the behavior goal is stuff that you can measure on a daily basis and you can know that this I'm actually going to hit my goal no matter what because my behaviors are changing like and the behavior mm-hmm. goals was something that Deutsche like she set a lot like she you know started with eating one meal and then went to two meal and then went to three meals and then it started from like being able to not eat so much and then portioning herself and then it went from like watching Netflix and eating her food to like not watching Netflix and eating Mm -hmm. her food. And so like those are behavioral goals. And like when you can set those two and differentiate between the two, it'll help you kind of process like, oh, even though I'm not like how I want to look yet, I'm actually like doing some work over here and I'm actually like changing my behaviors that will eventually lead me to the physical goal, which I didn't think that you probably thought would be so important at the beginning and until mm-hmm. you realize like at the end you're like oh like this stuff did matter and it did help me get mm-hmm. here what do you think yeah I feel like I definitely didn't notice how big of an impact it had because even now I have the goals I set for myself at the very beginning not all of them have been reached right but just knowing that like I've been working towards it I'm continuing to work towards it doing things that I have develop behaviors that I have developed along the way like and like reflecting on it at the end of the program was just like 
so eye-opening and it was just really cool to see yeah it was amazing yeah. amazing but let's talk about FOMO because I know that's okay. that <laughs> here's the thing y'all when I first started coaching Deutsche she was like so scared of missing out she was like my <laughs> friends are eating this I want to eat it with them they're drinking this I want to drink it with them and it was like very hard for her to say no and and because she never really felt comfortable saying no she never came up with any like options in her mind that like oh even if I say no it doesn't necessarily mean that we can't do this together with my friends like we we don't have to drink we could like do other things together that doesn't involve drinking I know a, a lot of y'all are dealing with that of like oh my gosh like, what if my best friend or my significant other want to drink some wine and like I'm doing this whole weight loss thing and I can't do that I don't want to say no or like I don't want to like hurt their feelings. I don't want to miss out. I still want to have fun. I want to know like your take on it. Like how did you deal with it at first? Because I know it was uncomfortable. And then what kind of like clicked for you to kind of start building that for yourself of like, oh, I can have fun while losing weight at the same time. Yeah, I think so. Like at the very beginning, and I feel like it's always it was always like that. Like I never really knew how to say no. I feel like it just comes from like also like my culture like our culture and like it was just kind of like me as a person because I it was like who I have always seen myself as where someone who's like nice and like don't really know how to say no and I just kind of go with the flow type of thing you know I remember at the beginning of the program every weekend I went out and I drank so much and then I would like talk to Sam like I talked to Sam on Sundays and I would be like trying to cure myself from the hangover like Sunday morning and then talk to her Sunday night. And then I was just like, I remember like looking through my stuff, like my photo, my, my food photos. And I was like, I'm just waiting for the day Sam mentions, like talks about my drinking. Like I was just waiting for it. I knew like it wasn't like my best option, but like I was still doing it. And I was just like, I'm just gonna wait for her to tell me when like <laughs> when to stop, you know? And then she finally brought it up and I was I was like, yeah, I know. I was just waiting for you to bring it up. <laughs> I was, yeah, like, I don't know. I remember telling her this because like, I don't know how to like control myself. Like I can't control myself. Like when I go out, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I can't have fun without like drinking and I was like, I feel like the only way I can have fun with my friends is if we drink and stuff like that. And she was like, why do you think that way? And like, I was like, I never really thought about it any other way, which was like so weird because I was like, I don't know. The only way I know how to have fun with my friends is to drink. Right. And then after our call that day, I was just like really thinking about like, dang, we do drink a lot. And like, why is it that I can, I feel like I can only have fun with my friends when I'm drinking. And I remember telling my friends, I'm like, I'm going to stop drinking. I like, I texted them right after the call. I'm like, I'm going to stop drinking. And I was like, okay, well, that's not good either because, you know, I do like to drink. So it's like, of course, like, I don't want to like completely change that because it's something that I like to do. But like, how do I find the balance between like having fun with my friends and drinking and still having a social life, but also like making healthier choices. I remember with my friends, first it started out with me at first I was like I'm not drinking like I'm not gonna drink at all and the first time I hung out with them again after the call I didn't drink right I didn't drink at all and I was like oh it was hard for me to not drink because I was like I feel like I'm so boring like I feel like I'm not having fun right but then it felt good the next day where I was oh like I'm not hungover like I'm not super tired I feel good right I like waking up on Sunday not hungover 
and keep in mind this is in Korea so of course you know anyways yeah I was like okay well I kind of like this feeling of not being hungover and so I was like okay how about let's try like and then something else I tried that that same weekend was trying to figure out what I wanted to eat the next day but I remember another weekend it was either another weekend or that same weekend I was like okay this weekend we're gonna try to recommend places and like decide on where we want to go eat instead of just letting other people decide so I was like okay so my friends would ask like where do you guys want to go eat and I would be like okay, can we try like something like healthier or like just something with a more, more variety? And then they would, they would be like, okay, yeah, I know they would recommend places that they know. And I would look at the menu and be like, okay, let's go here. And it was like a protein salad breakfast place. I remember going in there and be like, oh, I feel good because I like contributed to deciding where we're going to go eat. And then like, I got my food and I ate it and like, it was so good. And I was like, oh, this feels good. Right. I was like, it feels good to like decide what I'm going to eat this morning. And then like the next weekend, I was like, okay, this weekend I'm going to try to not drink as much. And then it just kind of trickled down to like, every time we hung out, it was like drinking less, making decisions on where we want to go eat. Then it came to like me, like choosing like what I wanted to drink and how much I wanted to drink or me not drinking at all or me choosing telling them how about let's do something not related to drinking like let's go surfing let's go hiking I don't know and then it it just kind of like really changed the dynamic of my views of hanging out with friends and the things that I can decide on doing and now I definitely feel less FOMO because before I would be like oh can't have fun they're all drinking I'm boring it was yeah (laughs) that is amazing and I know whoever's listening to this is going to appreciate that so much because I think a lot of what you touch on is voicing your opinion that I kind of picked up on and I think Mm -hmm. that is one of the hardest things to do when you're trying to lose weight because weight loss is so personal that sometimes you don't want to be like, well, since I'm losing weight, like I'm going to be the one making the decision of where we're going to eat, what we're not going to eat. And like, it becomes this whole kind of, you don't want to be like the center of attention, especially mm-hmm. when you're, you're setting a goal for yourself. And because it's so personal, you also might not feel like the most confident at the beginning of your journey to like, even tell people that like, Hey, I'm trying to do this goal thing. It's kind of mm-hmm. intimidating. Mm-hmm. I think like from what I'm hearing from you is voicing your opinions and starting out from like a very small place it doesn't have to be like hey guys like I'm losing weight and like we need to do this now but it's more of hey like how about we try this place out first let's Mm -hmm. just try it out and let's just kind of see what happens and being open to like those conversations but then having those conversations starts from like having the courage to even tell your friends hey let's try something else and like let's let's just do something different instead of the old usual Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like when I first, I remember that first time when I was like, I'm not going to drink this weekend. Like my friends were like, what? How are you not going to drink and stuff like that? And I was like, I'm not going to do it. It was so weird to say that I wasn't going to do it and have be like, why aren't you, you know, and you're just trying so hard and you're just fighting it. And then being able to like, put in like my own opinions, starting to learn how to be more assertive and be more like, even though like it's not me changing the way I hang out with everyone or like me forcing everyone to eat what I I want to eat because I want to, you know, I'm on this weight loss journey. It's just being able to put my input and everything just really changes and gives me that sense of control. Even like the slightest bit, 
it was really good. Yeah, that slightest control changes everything for you. I remember when you, you were like, I don't have any control. Like, how are you expecting me to like just go out with my friends and like not have any drink? Like, yeah, we eat out all the time. Like, how am I supposed to like just eat healthy? Because like the food that we mm. go to is not healthy and i'm just like well you mm. can pick a different place to go to or like you could like yeah. y'all could go surfing y'all could do walking i don't know dancing yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i think that just opened the doors for you and you were just like there's other things we can do instead of just yeah. this and i think that like was revolutionary for you you're like yeah yeah I'm like gonna do that and I think because you felt the difference of not drinking all the time and like changing the way you eat because you like how you felt afterwards that Mm -hmm. made you want to like keep feeling like that even more what do you think Mm -hmm. yeah for sure like I remember that Sunday I woke up I was like this feels amazing I was like wow I haven't felt this in ages I was like Ooh, this a whole new life right here. Waking up on Sunday, feeling energized. It just felt so good. And I was just like, dang, I need to feel this more often. Like it just felt so good. And making choices about what I'm eating, like everything just felt so good. And it was just addicting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's like the first stepping stone because the the step before that is like sitting with the uncomfortable feeling of everybody's doing this, but I'm not doing it. But then Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you get the little prize afterwards. I like, wow, Mm -hmm. like, I'm so glad I did not get drunk and black out the night before. Like, I'm actually okay this morning and I can actually prep my food and like feel good and stuff. So I really like that for you. Like, that's huge to even go off of that. Right. When you think about FOMO, what got you to start liking saying no to like, friends requests or like just like having that boundary for yourself no I don't want to do this and then like because you're saying no to that you you create more yeses in your life of because I say no to that now I can say yes to like my goals I can say yes to like eating Mm -hmm. better for myself and like feeling good because I know at the beginning Um, you're like there's no way I could say no I have to always say yes to my friends (laughs) I just (laughs) Yeah, I'm a very yes person. So like, you probably know this. And like, all my good friends know this too. Like, I'm a very yes person, go with the flow. And even now I still am, but I just have that. If I want something like I, have, you know, I know that I can control it. But I feel like what really got me to it was just how it made me feel. And then what I could do with that those feelings and what I can do with the time that I did have or the things that I said, did say yes to. So for example, like going out with my friends, like they would be like, oh, like come to Busan this weekend, right? And I would be like, no, I'm going to stay home. Making that decision for me to stay home and do things like I wanted in my house. For example, if I just wanted to watch some Netflix, binge some Netflix that day, you know, or if I wanted to study or if I wanted to clean my house, these were just things that were really in tune with me and who I also saw myself as because I like see myself as like someone who's who can be quite introverted and like I like to spend time with by myself and just being able to make that decision for myself and do that for myself just really was like the best feeling ever and yeah I don't know it just yeah no it just I like felt it. really good to say to say no and do what I want to do yeah for sure and I think what I saw like coaching you throughout like our time was the more you started taking care of your body and yourself, the more time you wanted to spend with yourself. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was just thinking that 
I was literally just saying this to my friend too, my other friend too, because I was like, we were texting each other. I was like, I don't want to see anyone this weekend. And she's like, me too. And I was like, yeah, I, I'm just like, I really enjoy spending time to myself. <laughs> and she's like, I know me too. I was like, I never knew this. We spent so much time together, but like, you know, after spending a weekend by myself, I don't want to see y'all anymore. <laughs> it's just so funny because it's like, when I'm actually like spending time with myself, I love it so much. I love it so much. And I, I I can forget that easily. You know, like I can forget how much I love being by myself and how much I love spending time to myself and doing things for myself. And so just being able to see that again and like feel that again was just really amazing. Yeah. And that's like the definition of self-love. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't realize that like self-love and your weight loss journey, it becomes you taking that small step to like you know, just drink more water a little bit, start eating better and then like moving your body just a little bit. And then you're like starting, you start feeling yourself and you're like, dang, like I actually just want to like keep working on myself. I want to like spend some time alone. I mean, I can hang out with some friends, but then like afterwards you kind of like need to decompress and you just start like loving the way you present yourself in general and because you talk a lot nicer to yourself you want to spend more time with yourself because I think at the beginning you're like so mean to yourself (laughs) yeah that's true I am nicer to myself now (laughs) yeah like let's talk about that like let's talk about how mean you were at the beginning of your journey and like how has it changed to like now yeah no I think at the beginning I was just I like to think that I'm a very nice person, right? So I'm like very nice to everyone. But to myself, I'll be like, gosh, you're so lazy. Like, why are you so lazy today? Or I'd be like, I don't know. I was just not nice to myself. Every time I would do something wrong, like I would like beat myself up over it. Or if every time I like didn't do well on like my any like weight loss that I tried to do, like I would beat myself up over it. Or like if I wasn't seeing progress in the program, I would be like, oh, I'm not doing well. I'm not losing weight. Like, is it even going to work? Like, I just like started like doubting everything. Like, it was just a lot of self-doubt and like really insecure with my own self and my own choices. And I always told myself, like, you know, I think like I'm a pretty like independent, secure, strong woman, you know, and then like, I was like, I feel like that's all. Like when I think back, when I, was, I feel like that was just all a fake cave. It was just fake me trying to cover up like all the things that I didn't feel or didn't like about myself, you know. And although I do think that I'm independent, like mentally, the strength about myself mentally, like it just like wasn't there. And I really tried to cover that up a lot. And yeah. No, that, that's really real. <laughs> and I think like a lot of people don't don't see that, you know, like I think mm-hmm. I remember at the beginning you were like, your your dialogue was always like oh my god you should have done better or like mm-hmm. okay there we go again there us there we go again doing that stupid thing or like mm-hmm. you like and i remember like if we go back and look at your current me versus future me you're like oh my gosh you're so fat why does your mm-hmm. stomach even look like that or like mm-hmm. you need to lose this and that like it was like a lot of negative talk and then you kind of worked on it piece by piece and mm-hmm. i think because you started building more confidence with yourself, taking like small steps at a time and like achieving it. I remember like the first time when you like have breakfast, you're like, whoa, like I can actually keep having breakfast. And then <laughs> it started building more confidence. You're like, oh, I can actually do this. And then you started changing that relationship with yourself. So like if you're listening to like what I'm saying right now, you're like, how do I go from like negative self-talk to like more positive self-talk? It just starts with you like setting like small goals and like being able to achieve those small goals and then 
seeing like, oh, I can do it. And then giving yourself pat on the back. And then after that, it starts to become like a domino effect and you just keep doing it. And then eventually you get to a place where like, oh my gosh, like I'm a completely different person. Like at the end of the program, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm the future me that I wanted to do at the beginning of this program. Yes, definitely. Like I remember doing that current me versus future me too. And when we looked back at future me, I was like, so amazed at like all the things that we checked off like I was already in current me and I remember feeling like I wasn't in current me and it was just like when I saw that I remember we did it together and I saw that I was just like whoa I was like so mind blown I remember yeah and so like if you're like wondering what Deutsche and I are talking about in terms of current me versus future me I actually got that idea from Lavender her name is Lavender on YouTube and she did this and I did it on myself and I, I go back and look at it a year later. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And so I'm like, you know what? My clients need to do this, too. And so I, like, had Deutsche do that, like, in terms of her body image, nutrition, self-talk and all of that. And, like, it changed completely, like, by the end of it. And she was just, like, very, very different, which I think was amazing. So, like, I know because mm-hmm. we're on this topic of Kermie versus Future Me, tell me, like, how you felt about your body at the time and like how you started becoming more confident in your body, even though like you weren't losing weight, like really fast, because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people have this misconception that you have to lose all the weight to like feel good. And like, it's almost kind of like this dumb waiting game of like, I'm just going to wait and feel shitty about myself the whole process. And then all of a sudden I'm going to wake up one day and like feel absolutely like happy. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was definitely me. Like at the beginning, I remember I was not working. Like I never, I was not trusting the process. Like it's not working. Like nothing's happening. I'm not losing weight. Cause, because I remember like I lost weight at the beginning and then I just kind of like stayed, I kind of maintained my weight. And so I was like, it's not working. Like I'm not losing weight. It's just not working. And I think what really helped me along the way was seeing these uh, small achievements. So for example, like me, I remember in the program, like we did a lot of check-ins and like wins and accomplishments, uh, wins for the week and things like that. And I remember just thinking about those and the small things like being able to like eat breakfast every morning and being able to not eat out as much, right? Those were things like I took for granted, but then when I actually thought about them, they were so good. Like they made me feel so good because I'm cooking my own food. I'm not eating out, I'm eating breakfast, right? And then when it came to like, things working out and stuff it was like okay getting up and actually going to the gym was really good and then in in the gym like how did how did I feel you know I was upping my weights right I was like oh okay today I was able to do like eight pounds you know or like oh I feel like I'm getting stronger like this workout was getting easier right uh I feel like for example with a lot of like the ab workouts and stuff I felt my abs getting stronger and those things becoming easier. I was like, oh, my form is getting better, right? I can feel it. Like I can feel the form getting better. Being able to do one push-up, right? That was like probably like one of the most amazing moments along this journey because I've never been able to do an actual push. Well, I not that I've never been able to, but ever since I can remember, I've not been able to do an actual like unassisted push-up and like being able to push up on that actual push-up was like, I remember after I, I pushed up, I was just like at the gym and I was like, and I was like, I hope no one's looking at me right now because I was so excited. And I was just like, wow, like it's working. I wasn't at my goal because like, you know, I set these goals for myself. I was like, I'm going to be able to do like 10 pushups by the end of the year. I'm going to lose this much weight. I was like, I did one pushup 
that's like at first I couldn't even do any you know so like oh my gosh I'm like making progress like I'm seeing it I'm feeling it and it just it was really amazing to just feel it and embrace it and like it just felt really good to know that there was progress there even though the goal hasn't been met yet and I think those were like the ways that I could see it was just paying attention to myself and how I feel and seeing how I improve in the gym in my daily life habits yeah for sure and that goes back to like redefining what body confidence is you know body confidence Mm -hmm. isn't just like how it looks but like how you feel and like because you felt like that the exercise was getting easier and that like you can do Mm -hmm. certain movements that you couldn't do before like the push-ups and you were feeling stronger like I feel like strong in your own body also equal confidence and -hmm. because of that you were slowly not like shitting on just like your body over and over like oh my gosh we were never able to do that now we could do it like let's see what else my body can do like Mm -hmm. this is so cool and then yeah it was really interesting to kind of see like you getting stronger because Docha actually started out with body weight workouts and then she went to like Mm -hmm. dumbbells and then she went to like barbells if y'all don't know what barbell is like the big bar you know that everybody almost feel intimidated to do when you first started at the gym it's like those big bars yeah. you see those like buff dudes carrying yeah and so like I think that is really interesting and I think one thing that I also saw in you a lot too throughout this process was like you finding clothes and buying clothes that like fit your current body versus like mm-hmm. trying to like squeeze into like something that didn't fit you or like wearing baggy mm-hmm. clothes all the time tell mm-hmm. me more about that like did you feel like you were doing that too yeah I had brought a lot of clothes from back at home and some of the clothes were clothes that I was currently wearing and some of the clothes were clothes that didn't really fit me. But I was like, in my mind, when I brought it, I was like, I'm gonna fit into these again, right? And I remember it was summer. So we started the program in April. By this time, it was like mid-summer. And I was like wearing my shorts and my shorts were like so baggy I was just like, why do they not fit right? I was like, why do they look so funny? I mean, like I would wear them and they would like be so baggy on my butt and like the waist would be so loose that like it would like start like falling down and I'd be like, oh my goodness, these are not fitting me. And then I was like, I need to buy new clothes. And I would go and buy new clothes and I was like, try it on the normal size that I usually try. I'm like, that's not wearing. I got to go one, one lower, right? I was like, oh, oh, one lower. Like I remember, I remember I was in fitter. I was like, one size down what and I was like so excited and then like I would try on shirts I would be like I'll be grabbing like the biggest size because in Korea size is really small right grab the biggest size they have or what looks like the biggest size and try and be like oh this kind of big so then I would grab like the next size smaller I'm like okay so we're going one size down now like it's just trying on like smaller size clothes was just like whoa dang it's nice and then like So during the summer, I had to buy new like summer clothes because the summer before, obviously was before I was in Korea. So I was like really big. So like my summer clothes and feminine were started to buy a bunch of new summer clothes, like shorts and shirts. And that just felt really good to buy new clothes for myself. And then fall came along and I was like, oh, it's getting cold. I got to get my jeans and stuff out. And I like took off some old jeans that I haven't worn since before Korea. And like they were loose on me. I was like, okay, so these are coming back. Like, okay, this is going back in my wardrobe. Gonna wear that again. And like, it was just really cool to see. And then I remember with Sam, like towards the end, like 
we're talking about trying on clothes too. And I tried on these pants that I had worn in New York. I think it was like a few summers before. And when I wore it, like I have pictures of when I wore it and I just looked so stuffy in it. Like it, I was squeezing into those pants, right? But then, yeah. <laughs> but then now it's like I wear them and they're loose on me. And I was just, and I, I recently wore them to go traveling too. And I was like, okay, these totally, these look totally different now. Like, okay, girl. Yeah, it was just so crazy to see like how I look in the clothes that I used to have and how now that when I go shopping, like it's like the change in sizes. It's just been really interesting to see. Yeah, I love that part so much. And I like I can still hear like the excitement in your voice because like it's <laughs> like you're you're reliving in that moment again, you know, because it was so yeah. huge for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That like you thought that it was never going to happen. You're like, oh, shoot. Like, oh, my gosh, I can fit into these clothes again, mm-hmm. you know? And I think going back to like the whole body insecurities to like feeling more confident. I think one thing that you did to help you do that was like celebrating every single win. And like mm. feeling like that they all count, even if like it wasn't like the scale, you know, mm-hmm. I'm eating better, I'm moving better, I'm getting stronger. And then like learning how to just feel and love yourself right in that moment of like, OK, let's just buy something for ourselves just where we're at right now. We don't have to mm-hmm. wait until the end or we don't have to like try to squeeze into the clothes that we bought from career. Like, let's just kind of meet ourselves where we're at. And I think that really like helped you. Like just feel more confident. And mm-hmm. so I really think that like you're listening to this podcast right now. Like if you're like, I want to be able to feel more confident in my body, like that's how you can start doing that. Like just start celebrating every win outside of the scale and you'll start building like that feeling of confidence that will mm-hmm. create physical confidence overall because that's usually how it starts. And I remember when we were when I on the call, I would ask you like, oh, what are some wins? You're like, uh, <laughs> You're like, I don't know. And I'm just like, okay, like your food is good this week. Like you're eating better, like yeah. portioning better. And like your workouts, like you hit a record today. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I re- like that's true. But then I think like at the time, at the beginning of the program, your brain was so stuck to like, I have to lose like one pound a week or like the scale mm-hmm. has to like keep falling off. And like you didn't like see anything else besides that. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think that that was the case. I didn't know what these wins were like I didn't like the only thing I like saw was the end goal and like if I wasn't there then I didn't achieve anything and I feel like that was what it was like with clothes too where it's like I need to hit my goal before I can buy clothes I remember telling myself that I was like you need to lose this much weight and once you lose much weight you can go on a shopping spree literally that's what I told myself but then like my clothes doesn't fit me what am I supposed to wear like you know and it was always like that feeling I guess if we're talking about FOMO, it was always that feeling where like my friends could like go shopping all the time. And I'd be like, oh, I want to go shopping too. But I never had the confidence to go shopping because here in Korea, like clothes are like considerably like a lot smaller than in the US, right? So it's always like, I was always so like not confident to go shopping because I'm like, I'm always scared of like wanting something and not having it fit. And it was just like seeing my friends shop and like things fit them. I was always like, oh, I, I wish that was me too, you know? And I think that really did hurt my confidence a lot as well. But like definitely like finding these wins along my weight loss journey and like feeling good about like my accomplishments, like my small or big big accomplishments really did help me gain that confidence. And now, even though I don't fit the clothes, I still try it on and I still go shopping. So it's like... (laughs) 
You yeah. know, it's just like, okay, they don't fit. Okay, that's fine. But before it was, I'm not even going to try it on type thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. You were so disappointed that like you wanted to avoid the disappointment, you know? Right. Instead exactly. of like not trying it on. And now you're just, okay, don't fit. Well, let's just get a bigger size or yeah. let's just go <laughs> get something different that's yeah, yeah. actually going to fit. Which I think exactly. is such a huge shift, you know, like a huge mm-hmm. mindset shift. And like, that's the thing that I love about the whole weight loss journey itself, because I think a lot of time when I talk to like my private clients and all of y'all, you guys are always like, I don't even feel like I'm on a weight loss journey. I feel like I'm on like a long self-love journey kind of Yeah, thing. literally. <laughs> literally. Like I was talking to my friend, so I'm like, I feel like I, she's like a life coach, <laughs> like a life coach, literally. <laughs> I freaking love it. But it's been so amazing to see like you from day one, though, like really, really huge accomplishment. But I know we're like wrapping up here. So I want you to think about like give me three biggest lessons that you've learned throughout this whole weight loss process that you can give to someone listening to this podcast right now from like your experience that you believe would definitely take them to like the next level. So I guess three lessons that I learned along this journey is that you are in control. You have control over so many things in your life. And it's going to be so amazing for you to see how things change when you feel like you have control. And when you know that you have control, because then so many things in your life will change in ways that you never knew. And it will feel so good. And I'm excited for people to feel that control because that really was so eye-opening for me. So first lesson is that you have control, you are in control, take control and go with it, roll with it, do your thing. I think the second one is just keep in mind how like intertwined our body and our mind is. If you're not doing mindset work along with your body work, it's not going to work. That's something that I learned for sure. Like I think me and Sam went through this so much, but like, I really tried so hard to lose weight with a bad mindset. And it was so hard or like with like a mindset that just wasn't working. Like I wasn't in a healthy spot mentally, and that was not helping me lose weight at all. So definitely like, know that your body and your mind work so well together. But at the same time, you don't need your mind to work for you to work your body you mean you don't need your body to work for you for you to work your mind just know that those two things are so super intertwined but at the same time they don't have to be for you to accomplish something in your daily life yeah and (laughs) wait can I add on to that yeah yeah I was gonna say so so like if you're listening you're like so what do you mean by that right I think what you're trying to say is like you need to work on both to be successful in a sense of like to feel good overall holistically but that doesn't mean that just because you work on one first doesn't mean that like that's a bad thing like if you start working on your body first and not Mm -hmm. the mindset it's okay if you do one of the other first but eventually you want to like do both of them so that you can like feel good but also keep up with the pace that Mm -hmm. you're going at the same time is that is that what you were trying to like convey to, to them yeah yeah for sure Like I was mentally not there, but then even though I mentally was not there, I made that into something where I was physically not there as well. Whereas I can be mentally not there, but like do something physically. They're so intertwined. They can be so intertwined, but you can also do them separately. Yeah. 
No, oh I love God. that. No, no, I think no, that makes a lot of sense. I think I think an example I can give that will kind of click for everyone is you don't have to feel good to work out. Yeah. Just because you don't feel good doesn't mean that you don't you you don't have to work out because your mindset isn't there, right? Right, right. Yeah. Your mindset isn't there to work out. It doesn't mean you can't do something for your body. So what Ducha mm-hmm. is like saying is you don't have to wait to feel good, to feel motivated, to feel excited, to feel inspired, to work on your body. You can work on your mm-hmm. body from a place of like feeling shitty about your current mental state. But that doesn't mean that you're always going to be there. Eventually, you working on your body will help. Your brain will be on board with everything and it'll be like a process together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds a lot better explaining to me. But okay, yeah. And so that was two, right? And then the third one, setting boundaries with yourself. I think that's something that helped me so much is just setting boundaries with myself and with others. Once you set boundaries and start really doing things for yourself and saying yes to yourself and saying no to things that you don't feel are beneficial to you, it really just changes everything, whether that be mental, you know, like mental work or physically, it just really changes your the whole dynamic of your reasons and your whys and your actions. And I feel like everyone should set boundaries with themselves. <laughs> yeah, I love those three. And I think those were your biggest takeaway as you like started learning more about yourself, like throughout the program and stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. I think that has truly like changed everything for you. And so I know if you're listening to this, you're like, well, so like going off of like the three things that Docha mentioned, right, in terms of her biggest learning lessons, if you're like, well, how do I start implementing that now? Like the first thing of, you know, how to make sure you're in control is like, in any situation that you encounter, always ask yourself the question of what can you control? Because many times a lot of things that are happening around you, you can't control, but you can always control your emotions. You can always control the way you're thinking about the situation. You can always control your decision making. So there's a lot that you can control that you might not realize. And that question of like, what can I control right at this moment can really help you be in control of anything, regardless if there's like chaos going around you, right? And then the second thing of like, I think her and I already explained this. I'm not going to go in depth, but like the whole, like, you don't have to feel good to do something about your body. You don't have to wait for like that good feeling. You can work on your body. And then eventually that body work will eventually turn into mindset work. will it'll merge together and you'll feel good. And then the last thing she said is like making sure that you set boundaries and that can be learning how to say no, because your purpose for yourself is so much bigger than like, you know, eating the the slice of cake in the fridge all the time or like drinking every weekend, right? You have a bigger reason outside of like the way you look and like when you can see that weight loss is more than the way you look, like you can start saying no because you just want to feel good about yourself versus just thinking about the scale and thinking about like just how you look all the time. So I think those are really good. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. those are definitely things like to keep in mind whether join the program or not like those are just things that I hope that and wish that everyone will know that they are capable of doing and they should do yeah I'm so so excited and so thankful that you you know decided to do this podcast episode with me I know it's going to bring a lot of awareness to people and like resonate with a lot of people of experiencing like the same journey that you're going through 
about mm-hmm. body confidence, FOMO, you know, wearing certain types of clothing. I really think that it's going to help someone out there and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited, but anything that you want to leave for the people, I know the people are always curious about my clients, Instagram. So what's your Instagram? Like, <laughs> They're always like clicking on like my my client's Instagram whenever I share them. They're like, oh, I want to know who is she. My Instagram, you can follow me on my Instagram at D-U-A-C-H-A-Y-A-N-G. So just my name, Docha Yang. I guess I think my I think my Instagram is public. So you can you can look at my pictures or whatever. But that's yeah. my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, follow go follow Docha. Like <laughs> yeah, go follow Docha. but but yeah thank you so much yeah this program has just been so amazing like I learned so much about myself and I learned so much about weight loss and like a weight healthy and sustainable weight loss programs and it's just been so amazing and I really hope if you are thinking about joining or not I really think you should join it because you know you will definitely gain so much from it and this program has just been so amazing. So I really hope a lot of people experience and feel good the way I did with Sam. And it's just been so amazing. So don't hesitate to join Sam's program. It's really good. <laughs> Thank you. And if you guys want information on that, you can click the link in the show notes below. I have more information on one on one coaching. But until then, everyone, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.